Welcome to Three Kitchens, a home cooking podcast. I'm Heather Dyer, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Aaron Walker. Hello. Hi, Aaron. And Sarah Somasundram. Hello, Sarah. Hi, hi. <laughs> How are you guys today? Good. Really good, thanks. I got my seeds started this weekend. Nice. Very excited about it. Nice. Uh, what did you get started, Sarah? I got I got tomatoes and, and peppers, and I, I got a couple of herbs going um, nothing sprouted as yet, but you know, I stare at them every day. Yes. <laughs> with love and hope. You have to talk to them now from beyond the soil. Yes. Yes. And then I've got, I, I cleaned out two pots. Erin, I, I used your husband's advice and I, I bleached out pots today, like uh, planting pots. And uh, I'm going to be putting in my morning glory seeds into them. Very good. Those were so beautiful. They are so mm. beautiful, but you know, they yeah. take a long time to start flowering. Mm. So I thought maybe I could give it a go and try them inside. Um, yeah. So wish me luck. Good luck. Yes. I started mine, I guess, early because I've already got tomatoes and peppers popping up. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And it was fast, wasn't it? They well, the tomatoes were pretty fat, like faster than I expected. The peppers have been slow, and the paprika mm. have not come up yet. Okay, even though I planted it all at the same time, so I have no idea if maybe those. And I planted all the seeds I had, <laughs> so eh, they don't grow. Oh well, I guess well, it's an experiment. I'll make sure we plant some extra because we have not done our tomatoes and peppers yet, uh, but we've planted our celery from seeds and our onions from seeds. Nice. Right. And you're planting extra because you're going to drop a whole bunch of those delicious bell peppers that you grow off on the doorstep throughout the summer. <laughs> we'll be planting more peppers and more tomatoes. I feel mm. like you can't have enough. Well, and you have that big greenhouse so you can grow more. Exactly. Yeah. And I have these really demanding friends. <laughs> <laughs> There's no more hints. It's just stated straight out. Yeah. Give us your produce and we will. Yeah gladly take it yeah especially the bell peppers and remember you like me more than heather so i get more (laughs) i'm just joking heather you know what i like um red i like the the red yellow orange stage of a pepper green not my favorite they actually make me feel a little bit ill i get indigestion from the green ones yeah well do you yeah yeah i don't so oh wow (laughs) (laughs) all right enough of those hints so heather I yes. hear that you've been playing with lemons. Well, I have not yet, but my plan is to do so. So not, not playing so much <laughs> as <laughs> preserving, <laughs> preserving lemons. So I thought we could talk about it and then I'm going to try it and we'll see how it turns out. So, the, well, I'm not exactly sure where the, when this came up for me, but um, I know a few years ago, I bought this big cast iron Dutch oven for camping it's the Ooh. kind of thing that you you heat up your briquettes, you put a certain number on the bottom, a certain number on the lid, and you let it slow cook like oh. all afternoon when you're out. Well, you can't leave it at the campsite, really. But while you're hanging around drinking beer, you cook, right? So right. Um, that sounds perfect. Yeah, I know, right? The, the first thing I made in it was a sort of um, chicken tagine sort of thing, which is like a stew. And I remember the recipe had preserved lemons in it. And I was like, well, I don't even know what those are. So I just used fresh lemon, which is good. Totally good. Can I ask, where is Mm -hmm. chicken tagine? Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah. What's the origin on that? Moroccan 
North African. Oh. Um, and the tagine is actually just the vessel. It's the pot, like an earthen, right. oh. like a clay pot that you cook with a lid that you cook like a stew in, basically. And it's kind of this long, it's like a long high lid, isn't it? Okay. I think there's different ones, but yeah, you know that one that, that looks sort of like it's pointy? Yeah. Like a funny shaped funnel, upside down funnel? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Essentially, my cast iron Dutch oven served the same kind of purpose. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. And so now a dish, if you see a dish called a tagine, it's essentially a stew that's intended to be cooked or historically has been cooked in a pot like that. Okay. Right. So I, I've seen these recipes with preserved lemon and I've never actually even eaten one. And yet now I'm going to make some. <laughs> so, Sounds delicious. Um, so how do you preserve a lemon? Okay, so I was thinking, how do I preserve lemon, just like you've just said? And I still have Sarah's batch cookbook, which is all about preserving. And yes. I was like, I bet I can find out how in that book. And sure enough, there it is, which is such a great book, by the way. Yes, it is a good book. It's all kinds of uh, preserving. It's like, it's canning, it's dehydrating, it's fermenting, fermenting, turning things into powder, turning things into like, it's preserving in all kinds of ways. And sure enough, they have a citrus uh, section, different ways of preserving citrus fruit. And um, they have just a very small explanation of how to preserve lemons. And I've seen it elsewhere as well. So basically you're cut, you're cutting them into quarters, putting them into a jar, putting salt coarse salt and then filling it up with lemon juice so you're preserving it in salt and its own juice you put it on the counter you shake it up every day okay um i've also seen it called a lemon pickle but i'm not sure how it's a pickle when there's no there's no vinegar oh i see which i thought was kind of the definition of a pickle but perhaps i just don't know the definition of a pickle (laughs) oh that's a good point how is this supposed to change the taste of the lemon so I guess since I've never had one, have you guys ever eaten? Them? I've had preserved fruit, but I've never experienced preserved citrus ever. Okay, so apparently it makes it a more intense lemon flavor, mm. and you mm. and you can use the and you're using the whole thing. You're not you're not like peeling it or whatever. It's like the rind, the pith, right. the flash of the fruit, the whole thing, and you would just take it out, chop it up, put it into whatever you're cooking or using it in Um, and you can also use the salt the salt that's in the jar you'd use it as you would any recipe but I imagine it's got a slightly different flavor to the salt even so you can use the salt that was exactly what I was going to ask because you said that they are sitting in in the lemon juice so does it dry out is that what the outcome is don't believe it so from so hard when I've never even I've never had right. one um it doesn't look dry to me I okay. imagine it's because it's juice like you're you're filling it up with juice it's like a brine more like ah, right okay. so I don't believe it's going to be a dry piece of lemon right okay but but it would be dry enough that you can still use the salt the salt's not dissolved Right. So this will be interesting. We are going to find out. Oh, okay. Yes. I I am curious (laughs) because I can't even picture it at this point. So So I've seen pictures and some of them do look like a moist, like it does look like a soft, wet lemon. But Mm -hmm. then 
but then when they say you can also use the salt, I'm thinking, well, how are you using the salt then? Do they maybe let the liquid evaporate after and use and keep the salt? Because if you let the liquid evaporate after you take the lemons out, you would have the salt left behind. This is this this is the scientist in Aaron. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it's a science experiment. <laughs> we are just going to have to find out. And now, okay, so in the batch cookbook, it says three or four days on the counter, but all the other okay. I've I've Googled, I've looked at numerous um, how to's, how to preserve these salt preserved lemons, and most of them say two to three weeks. So I'm thinking like three to four days. What what are you gonna get after? Like there, it seems like there'll be a big difference. Make some extra ones and then keep tasting them as it goes along. Okay, so yeah, so what I was thinking was I'm gonna use small jars and I'm going to make at least three so that the three of us can then ah. test them out because I want your feedback as well. I will be happy to. I always like it when sharing is mentioned. Yes. <laughs> and I'll just also add that I've seen also some recipes that um, where they add spice to it. So it's not just straight lemon and salt. They put chili or red pepper flakes mm. or something like that, which I also thought would be interesting. I don't know if I'll do that initially or if I'll try it just straight lemon first and then see right. what we think. Um, but I thought that was interesting as well because then you're making it a whole different, I imagine it'd be a whole different flavor then. Mm -hmm. I, I'm uh, reminded of this, um, a preserved lime that I remember coming up in a Persian recipe and mm. I ended up, finding it I, I never actually bought it because it was just for one recipe and, and it was a whole like a bag full of them um, but it was completely dry hmm. and uh, and apparently has very intense flavor for stews okay yeah. you kind of like throw it into the stew and then you take it out at the end oh, of the, the cooking kind of deal oh yum I would love that with lime Mm -hmm. I'm curious to see uh, how this these lemons turn out. Yeah, so um, it seems to be used quite commonly in like grain dishes like risotto, quinoa, couscous, like a salad. Right. You're chopping it up and putting it in that. You also see it in like the stews um, and soups and with roasted meat as well, like lamb or chicken mm. um, or fish, mm -hmm. like it's sliced with fish like you would a fresh lemon but maybe it's more intense I don't know right can you eat the whole preserved final product rind and all does it have a consistent flavor because because the rind can be kind of bitter right we'll find out Aaron we'll find out <laughs> yes so uh yeah and I mean it does say you use the whole thing although occasionally I've seen a recipe where you only use the rind Ah, so um, I wonder if there is a, not just a difference. I would think the texture would be different, but also I wonder if the flavor is different. Interesting. I don't know. This is so. This is an interesting one because none of us is familiar with this end product. So no. the good thing is you won't know if I screw it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unless we all hate it, and then we're like. <laughs> <laughs> This is terrible. Oh, when we all end up with botulism. 
then we'll know. <laughs> no. Okay, now let me be clear. There's no water bath. This is not a sealed can. It's just in a jar on the counter. So yeah, this is not. There's. I don't think I can screw it up that way. <laughs> no, it won't. Let's be not that go bad. there. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm kind of. I'm hoping that it's good and that um, you know I can make some of these sort of Moroccan inspired recipes because I really like those flavors I like that right. yeah me too cuisine from that part of the world and now it seems like more recently my kids are a bit more open to different foods and ah. like it seems like in the past few years where we've moved beyond where they'll actually eat a one pot dinner which is yes. like one of my favorites because like a stew or something because it's so much easier and now I think they might be more receptive and they do love citrus so mm-hmm. I'm hoping that oh, it's going to be a family win as well. Oh, I'm excited good. I, I by the so thought. Too. And, and a friend win. Yes. And a yeah. friend win. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was going to also tell you, in batch, they also include a recipe that uses it. So I'm going to make the recipe as well. I'm going to make the lemons and then we're going to, I'm going to cook it in. Um, they have a chicken stew with salt preserved lemons. And they say it's loosely inspired by North African cuisine. Nice. Ah. So I hope that means that that the ingredients are things I have and not yeah. feathers of dodo birds and weird friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it uses the it includes in the ingredients both the lemon and the salt separate as separate ingredients in the recipe. So I thought that would be good to try because it's using the whole yes thing Absolutely. and no waste. That's that's such a and a great concept, right? To add to your recipe. Oh, and I just the thought of lemony salt sounds I know. great. Yeah. I yeah. know. Doesn't that sound good? Sounds good. Salt with an extra flavor infused into it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, maybe this can teach us how to infuse more things into our salt. Yeah. Bacon. As well, because bacon yeah. salt. <laughs> have you ever had bacon salt? No. <laughs> so good. Oh. So good. You know how, um, you know, some people rim their uh, cocktails with, yeah, with a, like salt. a Caesar or something. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. a Caesar or a Bloody Mary or something like that. Um, bacon salt. Bacon salt. Oh, I wonder if this, if that's the use, because I just in passing saw um, a number of cocktails using these lemons. And one of the things was a Bloody Mary. And so I'm wondering if it's like to salt the rim. Aha. Hmm. You'll have to look it up and then make it and then send it to us as well. Sounds like we need dinner and drinks. (laughs) Yes. When the weather's nice, you can come sit on the deck and we will have preserved lemon themed (laughs) drinks. Okay. You heard it, folks. Say the date and the time and I'll be there. Sounds great, Heather. Good luck. And we will be right back to find out if the recipe turned out. Are you also interested in preserving methods like canning, dehydrating, fermenting, and salting? You might want to check out the Batch Cookbook by Joel McCharles and Dana Harrison. You can make your own salted lemons. Hello, and welcome back to Three Kitchens. Heather, tell us how it went with preserving lemons. You've been working on this for a little while now. A while, yes. And I think... I made no secret of the fact that I had no idea what I was aiming for, never having eaten a preserved 
lemon before. So I will admit I was concerned I might be discussing a fail today. <laughs> and I'm really, really happy to say we're not talking a fail. So <laughs> excellent. Good job. Yay. yay. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me first tell you how I did it, what method I used. So I followed the instructions from the batch cookbook, right. which were, uh, and I may have said this before, but I'll just quickly say, so you quarter three lemons, you put them in a jar, you add the juice of one lemon and three quarter cups of salt. You right. tighten the lid, you give it a shake and you leave it on your counter and you give it a shake once a day. And apparently they keep for five to six months. I think you put them in the fridge after that and then they keep. So you do have to keep them in the fridge? Uh, yeah, I've read conflicting things, but it makes sense to me that you, yeah. once it's opened and you're in and out of it, it makes sense that you would keep it there. I think it would last longer. And depending yeah. on the temperature in your house too. So after four days, like they said, three to four days, I open that up and not knowing what to expect, I was like, well, we're going to see. All I tasted was salt. It was salt, salt, salt all the way through. The lemon tasted like salt. Right. The salt tasted like salt. I was like, well, I don't think this is what I was hoping for. <laughs> um, or at least it didn't suit my palate. Like maybe that mm. is, it's still preserved as they said, like it's still a preservation technique, yeah. um, but it didn't taste like something I wanted to cook with. Sorry. Had the texture changed that much at that time? It was a little bit chewy. It wasn't like a raw lemon, but it hadn't softened a whole lot. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was working. So uh, I kind of switched gears a little bit and went with a method that I'd also read. So there was kind of two methods. And this one I'd seen more commonly when I was kind of Googling this earlier. So this wasn't from the book? And this is more of a brine. So what you do the same thing, but instead of the juice of one lemon, you fill the jar up with lemon juice. Right. And then you close it and then you give it a shake every day and you leave it sit in the, out of the sun, but on the counter and it ferments okay. in the lemon juice. So I switched gears. I did that. I topped up all the jars and I let them sit. And then after 10 days, I peeked in there again and they're much softer. And mm. while they were still salty for sure, it was much more balanced and I could actually taste the lemon and not just pure salt. So then... I decided at that point after the 10 days that now I can plan to cook my recipe with them. And I gave you guys each a little jar. So before I get into the recipe, what did you think? Can I ask a question about the process of yes. fermentation? So you gave us this little jar. I now have one on my counter and I've dipped in it a few times. Every time I open and close it, it keeps overflowing. The lid's getting kind of gross. It's oh, hard to tighten oh. on. My jar's not doing that. Okay. No, that I, I did put mine in the fridge. So I wonder, okay. because that will actually slow down the process. So I wonder if maybe you want to. I might go do that. I was going to say, did you have to wash the lids and stuff? Because I noticed that they're starting to, um, the acid is eating away at the metal. Right, right, right. Yeah. See, I, <laughs> hmm. Because they do burp and, and whatnot when they're fermenting, right? And they were kind of getting sticky on the outside, you had mentioned. Yeah, they were getting sticky and kind of crusty with salt. Erin, yeah. I'm just wondering if maybe you want to put it in a different container. Okay. I don't know. I'm just, when you said it seems to be kind of corroding the metal, I don't like the sound of that. Yeah, like it's just, it's just where it, you can tell that it, the Bubbled. gases produced from fermentation are just kind of bubbling up on yeah. top. So I wasn't sure if 
did you change the lids daily or no, didn't need no, to? No, I didn't. Okay. And I noticed it on the top of the lid as soon as I brought it home. There was yeah. a little bit of corrosion and I was like, ooh, it's been, it's fermenting like you. It's almost a good sign to me when, when you see that because you know that things are bubbling and. Well, it's supposed to ferment. I mean, that's the idea. Yeah. So is preserving a form of fermentation? Well, I think the opposite. I think yeah. fermentation is a form of preserving. Preserving just oh, means okay. to make something last longer yeah. oh, out of okay. its season, beyond its season. You know, when people first started preserving, you know, lemons in this way, it would have been to make them last far beyond the season that they grew in so they could still use right. them in their recipes or travel farther with them or something, right? Right. Right. Scurvy. Yeah. Scurvy. Yeah. <laughs> this would have been this would have been the the cure for scurvy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally. I was blown away at the taste. And I think I'm definitely going to have a jar and start making these and keep one in my kitchen for sure. When you said you were salting lemons, I, I just, I couldn't picture what this was going to taste like, right? Me either. <laughs> All I thought was, I thought back to my tequila days and I'm like, salt and lemon, I guess it could go yeah. well. But <laughs> what was shocking about it was when I tasted it, it's almost like the sourness from the lemons, it was gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, totally. it didn't taste yeah. sour. And so I know that you were talking about putting it in a recipe and I was trying to figure out what to do with it. And I did put a piece in a soup that I was making yesterday. And I didn't really taste it yesterday, but I really tasted it today with the leftovers. Ooh. But what mm. I did was <laughs> I just started cutting little pieces and eating them. Because mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I grew up eating dried preserved fruit, a little bit yeah. different. So it tasted mm -hmm. a lot like that. And then at one point, I'd eaten so much that my uh, mouth went numb. <laughs> I think I just <laughs> ate too much. And I kept eating them, though. It didn't stop me. <laughs> I loved it. I think mm. I'll, uh, I'll definitely make one of those preserved lemons and, and keep it in my fridge. And I might do one with a lime, maybe. Who knows mm -hmm. what that will taste like. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So I got this little jar from you. I got it home and I had never heard anything else that you could make preserved lemons in. So the first thing I did was Google, I preserved lemons, now what? And the second recipe that came up, I, I think Google is out to get me. The second <laughs> recipe that came up was to make a potato salad with the lemon and the salt mixed into a mayonnaise. Mm -hmm. Yum. Mm -hmm. So if you want to know about my struggles with mayonnaise, go back and give that a listen. <laughs> I must be sick in the head. <laughs> well, I did not think you were going to make mayo again so soon. Oh, I didn't yeah. think so either. And then I read this potato salad and I was chewing on a piece of your lemon because like you, Sarah, I just cut off pieces and was snacking mm -hmm. on this last night. Mm -hmm. Oh, the flavor. Yeah, so, it was really good really bold yeah very intense nice. and yummy and I saw this potato salad and I knew I had to have it and I knew I had to make a mayonnaise yes. <laughs> so you know the process didn't get any better it was it was a pain in my ass but I finally got it finished again this morning and I took the lemon I took a quarter of it and I put it in my mortar and I smushed it all up and then mixed it in the flavor of this lemon that is in there, it just, it's like your whole face can taste it. I don't mm. know what oh, it is. Nice. It is so, I'd actually like to try that. Mm -hmm. It yeah. is so delicious. Uh, I'm sending some of my mayonnaise to you guys because I'll be away Yay. for three days and Thank I need you. somebody to eat this because if this mayonnaise is not eaten, I will cry many tears. Oh, 
don't do that. <laughs> we are always here to eat the good, the good food yeah. that you make. So take all your probiotics, Sarah. You got to eat this mayonnaise <laughs> yeah, because I as will. soon as you smell this and with the salt in there too, yum, 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 yum. Yeah. Yum. And don't forget you can use the salt itself, not just the lemon. You yeah. also can just dig that salt out of the jar and put it in, yeah. just use it as you would salt. The only, it's hard to sprinkle because <laughs> it's wet salt. You know what? I salted my water with it when I boiled my potatoes. Oh, smart. Mm. Yummy. I also took this mayonnaise and I had boiled up an extra egg from the potato salad that I was going to make. And I made an egg salad sandwich and put some more of this lemony mayo in there. Mm, yum. And I don't know this, the mayonnaise, the lemony flavor. And then I put some chopped fresh green onions in there. And those three things together, I think you could just eat off of a spoon. Mm. Mm, I think I might actually change my, um, dinner menu today <laughs> and uh and uh do a potato salad and see what else i can <laughs> well i could give you some ideas if you want yes some ideas. so what what <laughs> did you make with it heather i want to hear about your chicken my chicken stew so i made uh the recipe they had in the batch cookbook right. which is called chicken stew with salt preserved lemons I use thighs and drumsticks, bone-in, skin-on, squash, carrot, celery, mushrooms, onions, garlic, and mm. then the spices were cumin, rosemary, chili powder, mustard powder. So you brown everything, put it in a pot like you do with most uh, stews, and then cover it up and put it in the oven for an hour. So then after the hour, you remove like about a cup of the vegetables and you blend them up and put it back in to kind of thicken the stew. Mm. Oh, like sometimes you do with soup, you know, to like yeah. thicken right, it right, up. Right. Yeah. So I took the vegetables and I added a, just a little splash of chicken broth because it was kind of like it was a little hard to blend in my mm -hmm. ninja thing. I added a little bit more lemon salt and Ooh. the taste of that pureed oh. vegetable i i could have drank it out of the, i almost did i was like what the <laughs> fuck is this it's so good like, oh my so god good. it was like uh, one of the best things i've eaten in a while and i so i pour <sighs> it back in and then i was like you know i've got the cup from the little blender and i'm like trying mm. to get the last of it out i'm trying to eat it oh my god <laughs> it was just oh it was just so good. So good. Um, the vegetables were my favorite. I have to say I wouldn't again make a chicken stew like this with skin on my chicken because mm, you kind of yes. got to pick it out. It's kind of gross. And then it gets really greasy. Too, greasy. Right? And I think mm -hmm. it probably does add flavor, mm -hmm. but I don't like oh, the texture yeah. of it. Yeah. And I also don't like bones in the chicken in my food. Like I'm a little picky about I prefer to have a boneless piece of meat that, but that's just yeah. me. And again, I'm sure the flavor is much better with the bone, but yes. I find it a pain yeah. to eat around. Todd mm -hmm. just had it with like a couple of pieces in his bowl. He didn't, he's not as picky. He doesn't really care so much, but right. I found for me, I was then picking and it was just a pain in the butt and I don't want to have to take the peel and the bone and the whole, I'm just lazy that way. So I wouldn't do that again. And honestly, the vegetables were the star. Oh. I said to my husband, if I could have just, if I had known, I'd have just made this. Is there such a thing as a vegetable stew? Because that's what this should be. This was. Why not? I'm sure yeah. the chicken gave it amazing flavor, but the vegetables just soaked up all of that. They tasted lemony and salty oh. and just like the mushrooms and the butternut squash oh. were like yes. the best 
In fact, for lunch today, I reheated without chicken. I just took all the rest of it and left the chicken <laughs> for maybe Todd will eat it tomorrow. I don't know. And I just ate a big bowl of all the, the stew and vegetables that was left. That's what I had for lunch because it was so damn good. And so Batch uh, in the book, it recommended serving it with toast drizzled with thyme infused honey. So I made that up too. Um, I put the dried thyme. I toasted it in a dry pan, kind of pounded it a little bit and then mm -hmm. put it in a jar, covered it with honey, left it sitting in the sunny window for four days oh, and then okay. strained it with cheesecloth. And that was the honey you that did I strain it. Okay. shared yeah. with you yesterday. Okay. How yeah. long did it take to strain honey through cheesecloth? And was I... that a horrible <laughs> sticky process? It was sticky for sure. <laughs> I kept saying, ah, so I'm sticky. Everything was sticky. I put it from one jar to the other with the cloth. I thought it was pretty subtle. Would you say? It was very subtle. So, yeah. And was this fresh thyme you used? Dry. And they say that fresh adds too much moisture into the honey. I don't know if ah, it would make a difference. Interesting. Okay. okay. Yeah. I don't know how much difference it would make, honestly, because it's not yeah. in there a super long time. It's just a few days. Mm -hmm. But um, I did like whether it was thyme infused or not. I did like the honey with the stew. I thought it was a nice compliment to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like kicking myself right now because I feel like I took out the, the wrong meat to uh, <laughs> cook for a dinner. You can do it another day. I don't think I'm going to be satisfied with my dinner today after this. I definitely won't because I have no plan and it will be like chicken fingers or something because it's just me. and the kids. <laughs> You could make some fish fingers and then put your lemon on that too. Fish sticks. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and you can um, make a tartar sauce for your oh, fish sticks yes. with the lemon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But not homemade mayo. I'm not, I'm not going there. No, no. Hey, if you'll have my jar by the end of today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. There you go. You can Maybe that'll, that's what you can create it into. Oh, so good. Um, we all really loved it. Even the kids really liked it. One kid now says he loved squash and I've never heard either of them admit <gasps> to liking squash before. The other one said That's the squash good. was gross, but you know, I, I can still consider it a 50, win. 50, 50 is still yeah. a win in my books. Then the, the toast with the honey, is that just their take on it? Or is that, I wonder if that's something that goes with that cuisine or, or not sure. that just, mm. uh, came out of their heads kind of. Good question. Right. It just says, oh, try it this way with right. this on the right. side okay. yeah i'll be looking for more ways to use these lemons yeah yes. i was really excited to hear that not only you guys had a chance to taste them but you actually used them in something before we got to chat about it which was kind well of i just ate them whole <laughs> <laughs> that was my goal i i had to use them and eat them in something and and now I can't stop. Yeah, it's good. I forgot when I was eating my leftover, I took some green olives and some <sighs> lemon and just did like a rough chop okay. and put olive oil over it and capers and just sort of mm. mashed it all up together and ate that on my bread with my stew. Mm. So, so much salty goodness in there. The capers, oh. the olives, the lemons. I was like, oh, this is so good. And I ended, ended up eating way too much bread along with all my <laughs> stew. And now I'm, I had to go for a quick dog walk before we sat down here because I was so full. <laughs> I ate so much. So that's another way you could just chop it up and put yeah, it on your so bread. I, there are a few things that, you know, in my pantry that I would say add that umami taste to foods. 
this mm-hmm. I would say is one of them. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely going to make a, a few, a few jars. And this is a great mm-hmm. way to keep the lemons longer and use them mm-hmm. in a variety of different ways. Like I'm, yeah. I'm right with you. I'm definitely going to be putting these in the constant rotation once yeah. these ones are gone. Cause, oh, it, you know what, this would be great in a Caesar salad too, oh. like a Caesar dressing. Oh, don't absolutely. you think? Yeah. I'm not making more mayonnaise. No, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Just use the store-bought stuff. And the mayonnaise I made for you guys this time is super stiff. So you'll probably mm. want to water it down a bit. Oh. Yeah. I saw the taste of a preserved lemon described as an older, wiser lemon, which I oh. thought was made sense because it it you lose some of that like sharp, like yeah. you said, the sour. That like sourness. You lose some yeah. of that like yeah. zing, which feels yeah. like maybe the more youthful part of taste <laughs> so older and wiser like it's mellowed and it's kind of yeah. like it knows itself you know what I mean yeah. and it's salty yeah it's yeah. a little salty <laughs> it knows who it is yes <laughs> and it's not afraid to show I it. know I'm yeah. getting saltier the the, the uh, older I get so that makes sense uh, <laughs> yes exactly and it lingers hangs around mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'd be curious to see how the taste might change over time because mm-hmm. they keep, they keep for quite a long time. So what's it going to, this is after what, like 20 days or not even, okay. I can't remember exactly yeah. when I started, but 15, 20 days. What's it going to taste like after three months? Yeah. I don't know. I'm curious if they, I don't know though, they'll last that long. <laughs> Mine are not going to keep that. They're, they're going to be finished. Yeah. I'm going to do an extra jar and like stash it. Yeah, that's once it's idea. fermented, I'll stash yeah. it in the back of the fridge, see what happens, like leave it longer yeah. and see yes. what happens. Well, I'm glad it was a success for a complete oh. unknown. Yeah, all of us. I mean, we had no idea mm-hmm. any of us. Mm. Fermentation yeah, no, it was is really a wonderful good. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend that book. Thank you for lending it to me, Sarah. Oh, no problem. You know, if I ever could design my house, that's what I would have, like a whole room for fermentation and things like this. My yeah. delicious science experiments, because I love learning about it. It's amazing what it does to the flavor. Mm-hmm. And what did they call it? Like a summer kitchen? You almost wish you could have like a separate little kitchen oh, where you yes. have all your stuff set up where you could do that and shelves to store all the jars of yeah. things. And Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. thanks, you guys. I'm done. That's all I've got to say about preserved Thank lemons. Thank you. Well, this is an easy recipe and I think an absolute essential in your kitchen. So till next time. Bye. And now for the fine print. You can find pictures and recipe links on Instagram and Facebook at Three Kitchens Podcast. Feel free to leave us a comment or a suggestion for future episodes. We'd love to hear from you. And of course, if you like and subscribe, that helps more people find us. Mmm, that's the best chicken I've had in a long time.